You don't know what you don't know. Why do we assume that we do? Because of the dangerous assumption. Yeah. That's why. Yeah. We're not mind readers. Right. And so since we don't know what we don't know, we must ask the question. Hi, I'm Carrie Korn, a brand new therapist. And I'm Susan Goss, a seasoned therapist. Susan has been my mentor for years. And we love talking about therapy, faith, and relationships. So join us as we share some tangible truths with you. Thanks for joining us for Tangible Truths Podcast. I am Carrie, and I'm here with Susan today. Susan, what are we going to be talking about today? We're going to be talking about dangerous assumptions. Wow. That sounds problematic. (laughs) (laughs) It is pretty problematic, but we all do it. Okay. We have dangerous assumptions, uh, like we assume the worst. Mm, I'm so guilty of that. Well, Carrie... I want to bring something up. You're Uh a newlywed, actually. Yeah. I mean, you know, kind of. You've been married for two years. Yes, right around two years. Yeah. You and uh, Joe have, this is your second marriage, right? Yeah. So we were both previously married, both had a long season of singleness, Mm -hmm. and then- Mm-hmm. And now just got married less than two years ago. That's right. So yes. I would consider that still newly married. I feel newly married. Yes. So I would assume mm-hmm. here I am using the word assume, <laughs> but I would assume that you've had experience with dangerous assumptions because you're just learning each other. Right. That is about so each other. true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you think, you know, someone we dated for a while before we got married. But you don't know people Mm-mm. until, especially once you start living together mm-hmm. and like, why do you do this the way that you do it? And, you know, even silly things like putting dishes away mm-hmm. and like, you're doing it the wrong way. Why would you do this? And, mm-hmm. you know, just assuming, well, he's doing it to irritate me, you know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So it's been a process of kind of learning about each other. And I tend to assume the worst. Mm. And I think part of that is having been in a difficult marriage previously, Mm -hmm. that there's a lot of baggage that comes from that. So I just assume Mm -hmm. that if Joe does something that he's doing it to hurt me. And and also, since you've been married before, that's automatically kind of a trigger for, uh uh-oh, here we go again. Right. So Joe becomes your ex or you become Joe's ex sometimes. And so it's a project, we call that in therapy, a projection. So you project that, that past you know, the pattern, the past pattern onto this. But yeah, so we won't get into patterns right now, but that could be another podcast. That'll be another (laughs) podcast and, and it'll be a good one Okay, because we talk about that a lot, but for dangerous assumptions, I was thinking that you would have several examples for that. And Uh especially as a newlywed, because we've talked a lot, but I remember one that you told me about that is a perfect example for a dangerous assumption. And newlyweds always have this, but cooking is usually presents itself with one. Do you remember that one that you told me? I do. Yes. So we had only been married a few months. Okay. And, you know, it was still in the, I like cooking dinner for my husband phase of the honeymoon, you Mm -hmm. know, and, Mm -hmm. and I do love cooking. And so I had had dinner on the stove and I knew that he had left work, but I also know traffic can be crazy and he's got a bit of a drive. And I didn't want dinner to get done too soon Mm -hmm. and to be overcooked. Mm -hmm. But then I also didn't want him to have to wait when he got home and I was hungry. So Mm -hmm. I just texted him and I said, hey, what's your ETA? Mm -hmm. That was it. Mm -hmm. And he responded back 
with a screenshot of the map pulled up on his phone Hmm. showing the location of where he was Hmm. and the route to our house and said, GPS says I'm 17 minutes out. I should arrive at 613 PM. Very exact. And I got mad. Mm. I was instantly mad. And I'm like, I'm not allowed to ask you when you're going to be home. You know, this is what was going on in in my head. I'm Mm -hmm. like, so I'm not allowed to ask you when you're going to be home. Why would you give me such an exact thing? It felt very condescending. Mm. Like you're, you you know, like, why would you answer me like this? This Mm. feels very dismissive and almost like, how dare you ask me when I'm going to be home? Mm. So in the 17 minutes, (laughs) it took him to drive home. I just kept getting madder and madder and madder. Mm hmm. So then he comes in and he's real quiet and real shut down. Mm-hmm. Well, that just makes me even more mad, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And so we wind up eating dinner in silence. Everybody's angry. And I'm like, I don't know why he's mad at me. He was the one who was rude to me and mm-hmm. all these things. So anyway, long story short, I finally wind up, you know, with the whole, we have got to talk about this mm-hmm. because I don't know what's going on. I know why I'm, I'm mad. I don't know why he's shut down. This is not okay. And I'm like, Hey, can we talk about what's going on. And I'm like, why did you respond to me that way? I was, you know, that really hurt me. I was really upset when you responded to me that way. And he was just shocked, you know? And he was like, Oh, I wasn't trying to upset you. I was trying to give you accurate information. Mm. And I'm like, but it was too accurate. It felt dismissive. It felt rude. Mm -hmm. We'll come to find out in his former relationship, if he was any late, if he was late at all, if he said, I'm going to be home at this time, but then he was late, it, it led to a big fight mm. and a big blow up bingo. And so he's, he's assuming mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm asking why he's not home yet. And I'm mad because he was supposed to be home at six and he's still not there. And so he's assuming that I'm mad at him for being late. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming he's being rude to me because I asked him when he was going to be home and we're both, and we don't like, we don't fight often. We mm-hmm. don't get upset with each other. We tend to just kind of rationally talk things out. And mm-hmm. so we had like the worst dinner mm-hmm. of our whole entire marriage mm-hmm. because we both made an assumption about what the other person was thinking and why they behaved the way they did. That is a perfect example of a dangerous assumption. It was terrible. <laughs> it was. It was terrible. And it was assuming the worst of each other. Yes. And that's what happens and why I titled it dangerous. Yes. Dangerous assumption. And can you imagine? Y'all, it ended well for the two of you. Right. But you can imagine how many couples or relationships, it doesn't have to be a married couple, it can be any relationship, mm-hmm. that it does not end well mm. because you don't stop and clarify. Right. Because there are so many that will just assume the lie and act on mm. the lie. Yeah. And that makes it even more dangerous. Yeah. So we don't stop and clarify. Right. And I felt horrible because I'm not a naturally angry person. Yes. Like it takes a lot to make me yes. mad. And I exactly. was just stewing in the mm-hmm. kitchen. And like the more I thought about it, the angrier I was getting. Mm-hmm. And so then I'm like, slamming cabinet doors and you know Mm -hmm. and I'm like that's not me right so I'm now behaving in a way Mm -hmm. that's counter to my natural personality Mm -hmm. all because I had this lie in my head exactly just assuming was true and another great point that I want to bring out in Carrie's story is Carrie was slamming the doors and assuming the worst while Joe was not around 
So being in isolation away from Joe, that's when you were assuming the worst Mm -hmm. at its worst. Yeah. And, And so being away from Joe without Joe there to defend himself, I'm going to use that word, Mm -hmm. but you're not, you know, talking to Joe, you're in your mind, you're making up the story is worse Mm. than it actually is. Yes. So there's even research and Carrie, tell us about this research because there is research out there about our brain needing to finish its own story, right? whether it's true or not. (laughs) You were telling me about this and I'm like, that makes sense. Like Uh I I don't Mm -hmm. like, I would have never thought about it. Yes. Okay. So Dr. Robert Burton, he is an MD. He's a neurologist. He's also an author. He wrote a book called on being certain, believing you are right, even when you're not, Mm. which is what we're talking about. Exactly. we assume that we're right about something. Mm -hmm. But this is something that he said that I thought was so interesting. He said, because we are compelled to make stories, we are often compelled to take incomplete stories and run with them. Mm. When a half story in our minds, we earn a dopamine reward every time it helps us understand something in our world, even if that explanation is incomplete or wrong. That is so True. Right. So our brains will take a little bit of information mm-hmm. and then it'll make a story out of it. And then we get rewarded with this dopamine high. Mm-hmm. And because we dopamine is good for us, it mm-hmm. makes us happy and all those mm-hmm. things that we're like, oh, well, that felt good. Mm-hmm. Whether it's true or not. Whether it's true or not. That's so the dangerous part. So now I'm going to take the story and I'm going to add even more to it. Mm-hmm. You know, not only was he rude to me, but last week when I asked him to put his laundry away and he didn't do it, that was, you know, and so that now, was horrible. Right. So now we're taking the story and we just build on it and mm-hmm. build on it and build it because we want those dopamine rewards mm-hmm. and we can't just stop the story. Yes. And I love that research because mm-hmm. it is very true. We like to story. We like, we like a story. Yes. But our brain likes the end of the story. Right. We don't like to stop halfway in the middle of a story. We like to finish it. And now there's, and there's research that I was telling you to finish it now, spiritually speaking. Okay. Let's talk about that Mm -hmm. piece right there Mm -hmm. about story. The enemy. Yes. Of course, the only language is what? Lie, la, 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 and God, truth, 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 truth. Well, the enemy is going to come in, especially in isolation, like Mm -hmm. I told you. And boy, does he want to finish that story for you. Right. And when I say the phrase, whether it's true or not, definitely wants to finish that story with untruth. Yes. Definitely wants you to go, oh, yeah, and remember when Joe did this. Yeah, Yeah, and I want you to remember when Joe did this. Not positive things ever. But negative. Yeah. And And not only that, but the enemy knows our history. Yeah. So the enemy knows about the hurt that I experienced in my first marriage. Absolutely. And so he can take those hurts and use them against me. Absolutely. And where I may not even be aware that that's what's happening. Yes. But because he's so deceptive and Mm -hmm. he's out to steal, kill and destroy. Mm -hmm. Of course, he's going to use everything he can against me in that moment. Yeah. Because he hates healthy relationships. Right. And he hates coming at marriage. Mm. So what God wants you to do is to finish the story with truth. Okay. And so this is what we want to do to counter a dangerous assumption Mm -hmm. is to bring truth into that. Yeah. And how you do that is to clarify, because here's the deal, Carrie. 
Here's the deal. And this is a great statement. You don't know what you don't know. Okay. (laughs) You've said this to me a million times, but I'm going to have you say it again, because it took me hearing this statement dozens of times for it to sink in. And I want everyone listening right now to just hear you say that again. You don't know what you don't know. Why do we assume that we do? Because of the dangerous assumption. That's why. Yeah. We're not mind readers. And we act like we are mind readers, but we're not. And we don't know what we don't know. And that is the bottom line. We do not know what we don't know. And so since we don't know what we don't know, we must ask the question. Mm. And that's what you did at the end of dinner. Yeah. You, You said, okay, now what? What is this about? Right. So why did you? And then when you clarify that, Joe was 100% relieved. Yes. And and so so were you. Yeah. Because when you've clarified it, when you ask the question, everything was good. Yeah. And generally, that's what happens. Now, at times, if if you weren't satisfied with the answer, mm-hmm. then you've got something to deal with. Yeah. But you had made something up in your head that mm-hmm. was simply not true. And Joe was feeding on his past relationships yes. and assuming the worst. And you were too. Yeah. But when you stopped, because you didn't know what you didn't know, as a newlywed, you were assuming based on past relationships. Mm-hmm. But when you stopped and clarified, asked the right question, you both Instantly, you yeah. said, we're like, oh, oh, and you hugged his neck and yeah, how sweet. Right. I mean, it was like yeah. instantly. Well, and it, and it was like instantly I felt compassion for him. Yes. You know, I'm yes. like, oh, well, that must be terrible yes. to feel that way. And I don't want him to think no. that that's what I'm doing. And so it just kind of, it, you know, when you think about like this giant balloon filled with anger, it was like just popping a hole in it and mm-hmm. all that just kind of melted away. And I was like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. and. And it, I was actually really frustrated. And I think that's why I shared the story with mm-hmm. you because I was so mad at myself mm-hmm. that I had gotten into that mm-hmm. assumption and just kind of thinking, but you know, the truth is that getting in there, making up that story, letting that anger kind of fester, mm-hmm. sometimes it feels good, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and it's hard when we're worked up like that Mm -hmm. to stop and go, wait a second, I need to clarify here, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. So, you know, a great rule of thumb is the moment your body Mm -hmm. feels tense, almost like anxiety. Like for me, I've learned to listen to my body. And when my body gets tense, I get tingly Uh around my chest area, my torso. I know that's anxiety for me. And so when I get the moment, I feel it. So if, if it, we're me and I get a text and I go, you know, no matter who it's from or somebody says something offensive to me Mm -hmm. or whatever it may be, that first moment, I want to go, whoa, that that, Carrie, are we okay? Or did you just say, or to clarify whatever the situation is, Mm -hmm. or if I get a funny text and I don't want it, like sometimes I don't even like text because it gets lost in translation. Words get lost Mm -hmm. in translation. Mm -hmm. Like if that happens to me, if I receive a text like that, I want to, I want to call the person. I want to punch the call button. That's good. Okay. So I want to clarify right then. I don't want to let it go. I don't want anything to fester, but I will feel it in my body. That tense moment, like, Mm -hmm. Ooh, because I've learned, I don't want to finish the story in my brain in a negative way because I work myself up. Yeah. And the enemy loves that. We'll make sure that I do work myself 
myself up in a negative way, not in a positive mm-hmm. way, but I want to stop at that moment and, and get some clarity. Yeah. And that is the practical mm-hmm. thing to do, just like you did at the end. Right. But not wait 17 minutes. Okay. Or so, a day. Right. So the problem can be, it gets harder. I feel like it gets mm-hmm. harder the longer we wait to clarify. Absolutely. It does. So the, Much harder. the moment that we notice ourselves kind of feeling that physical mm-hmm. response and mm-hmm. start to tell ourselves that story, that's when we should seek yes. clarification. Yes. Yeah. And I'm asking God, the whole conversation with God's going on in my mind, God, yeah. God, 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 I just say his name over and over right. again. I mean, I feel it and I'm going, God, God, God. And I want clarity yeah. right then. Yeah. You know, help me to get clarity. Yeah. Okay. So assumptions are dangerous. Dangerous assumptions. <laughs> yeah. Dangerous assumptions lead us to finishing the story, whether it's true or not. Right. And that just kind of, it almost like it gets us caught up in this whirlwind of behavior that we don't want to be in. Yeah. We don't want to act on a lie. Yeah. 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 So our tangible truth for today. Mm-hmm. Okay. I feel like there's two things that you brought up that are really practical mm-hmm. um, that we need to kind of remember when these dangerous assumptions happen. And the thing is, it happens all the time mm-hmm. in every relationship. Every We've been relationship. talking a little bit about marriage, but I mean, if you have teenagers, that's going to happen. Oh my goodness. There's dangerous assumptions there. Coworkers, Coworkers. when your boss walks into your office and says something and you know, you take it the wrong, like any relationship that we have, this can come up in. Yeah. You can take anything personally. Right. Very easily. So our tangible truths for this week, our practical takeaways. One, you don't know what you don't know. Perfect. (laughs) If we don't, if we don't convince ourselves that that's true, Mm -hmm. then we don't even think we need to do anything to bring clarity, Mm -hmm. you know? And then the second one is just to stop and clarify. And I love that you use both the words stop and clarify. Mm -hmm. So why is it important for us to stop first and then clarify? Well, you want to stop, like put the brakes on. I like that little phrase. Just put the brakes on, like stop for a minute. And for me, I'm going to say God's name. Like I want to stop for a minute and then I'm going to clarify just because I need a, a bit of rest, if you will, to mm-hmm. my spirit and uh, not just jump in. Yeah. I just want to stop for a second and then clarify. Okay. I want to think about what I'm clarifying. Yes. Just think for a second Yeah, or say God's name. Mm-hmm. I just want to change perspective yes. and stop the cycle yeah. that I'm in. <laughs> Go in the wrong direction and then clarify. Yeah. And I think what can be hard is that story that we're telling ourselves mm-hmm. that's not true. Mm-hmm. It does feel good. It does release those dopamine rewards yes, like we yes. were talking about earlier. And so it's so easy to get caught up in that. Mm-hmm. And it's it can be harder mm-hmm. to stop and mm-hmm. to clarify mm-hmm. in that moment. But if you think about like, what are the long term goals mm-hmm. here? You know, mm-hmm. do you want to just finish that story? Do you want to just get worked up and get angry and get frustrated mm-hmm. and everything? But there's something beautiful that happens when you get clarity. Mm-hmm. It It's almost like that assumption that led to anger, that led to frustration, that then brings clarity, brings closeness. You yes, know? yes. Like once yes. you get that clarity yes. and I remember, and you know, the example that I gave with 
my husband, you know, that was just one of many. I mean, yes, we've had yes. big assumptions and small assumptions, mm-hmm. but at the end of it, when clarity came, I felt so much closer to him Yes, after course. that conversation yes. than I did before. Didn't you? Yeah. Yes. Wonderful. Yeah. And, you know, that stop piece is usually the piece, the segue is, you know, hey, wait a minute. You know, just even that little yeah. phrase right there. Hey, wait a minute. Like, is that true? Right. You know, being able to say that is very unselfish, actually. Mm. You know, that's a very unselfish because you're seeking truth. Right. That shows, is this right? Uh-huh. Is this true? Yeah. You're seeking clarity. You're yeah. seeking truth. It's kind of like a segue mm-hmm. into truth, which is very good. Yeah. Okay. So we're going to try not to make assumptions. Mm -mm. And when we do make assumptions, we're going to stop, Mm -hmm. remind ourselves that truth is what we want Mm -hmm. and we don't know what we don't know. Mm -mm. And then we're going to seek clarity. Mm -hmm. Okay. I can do that. Mm -hmm. All right. So if you'd like more information about today's podcast on assumptions, you can actually read more. I'm going to, I'm going to plug your book. Susan has a book called we're still in this. And this was actually taken from the book. Um, So if you'd like information about how you can purchase Susan's book and read more about dangerous assumptions, check out tangibletruthministries.com and we'll have some show notes and links for you there to get more information. Thanks for listening to the Tangible Truth Podcast, part of the KLRC Podcast Network.